Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. I did not plan to spend this long away from doing the podcast, but the longer it took to come back, the more daunting a task it seemed to come back, and the harder it seemed to just get back into the swing of things. So forgive me if this episode is a little bit underwhelming and a bit swift, but it's just so I don't keep psyching myself out. I actually recorded a whole version of this episode that I have since scrapped, so trying to get back into that headspace. First and foremost, I want to say a big thank you to a couple of people. First is Emily, who is on Instagram as at Emmy LaRue. That's E-M-Y-L-A-R-O-U-X. She makes amazing art, and she has become my most recent patron on Patreon. So thank you very much for that, Emily, and welcome aboard. I'd also like to say a massive thank you to CJ Boucher, who you can find on Instagram as at CJ Boucher Media. That's C-J-B-O-U-C-H-E-R Media, all one word. He also makes fantastic art and is a fantastic voiceover artist, and he sent me a piece of art. I first met him when I did open mics late last year in Kingston, which is like a two-hour journey away from where I live, and he made some amazing music using just a Game Boy. So it's been a long time since I've seen him in person, but for him to send me this gift is very kind of him. So thank you, thank you very much for that, CJ. The biggest reason I've been away for so long is I came back, like, back to London on Sunday the 2nd of September. And I went straight from the bus station to the open mic that night because Romeo, who's an old friend of the podcast by this point, was hosting that Sunday open mic. He's going away for a while, and I knew this would be my last chance to catch up with him before he left. And long story short, I basically found out there's a lot more money to be made in comedy than in music. And that sent me in a weird spiral. That affected me more than I was willing to admit to myself. There's something about seeing someone you know become way more successful at something, someone at the same level as you, as far as you're concerned, become way more successful than you at something. It can either make you want to cheer them on and fire yourself up, or it can send you in a bit of a spiral where you think, why am I bothering in the first place, etc. And to be honest, it sent me on the latter. I did feel a bit down, so much so that the next open mic I did was Monday the 3rd at Crescent Coffee, and all my enthusiasm and energy for doing it was completely sapped. I just everything felt twice as hard to do. Same goes for doing this podcast, same goes for posting pictures and videos. I just felt like, why? Why should I? Over time, my enthusiasm has somewhat returned, and it's still on its way back. I often quote the book Meet Me in the Bathroom as part of the inspiration for me doing this. I finished rereading that, and in fact, I shall offer my copy to Stephanie from The Assassin, because she is touring with Albert Hammond Jr., who features heavily in that book, and I mentioned the book to her and she said that sounds cool, so I don't know if she's read it yet, but if she's listening to this, Stephanie, you are welcome to borrow my copy because it's one hell of a read. And that also helped to stoke the flames of enthusiasm for what it is that I do. Another thing that, I guess for lack of a better term, bummed me out was all the things that I want to do became a bit of a grey cloud. It was hard for me to see clearly what it is I want to do. And when you yourself can't see clearly what you want to do, it makes it that much harder to do it or to tell anyone else what it is that you do. So I've had to be a bit honest with myself about what it is I do and what are the roadblocks in the way that prevent me from achieving whatever it is I want to achieve. 
that's an ongoing conversation with myself, if I'm being honest. And I can start to feel this episode spiraling into a ramble. So I'm going to try and try and cut it short and sweet there. Simply put, my head is still a bit of a mess, but I can at least press record on my phone again and get back to doing this. I intend to go and see Fur tonight at Birthdays in Dalston, but rumour has it that show might be a bit sold out or a bit packed and I might not be able to get in. Should that be the case, Saxon Zine, who have also featured on this podcast before, so have Fur, by the way, they've got a show happening at Shacklewell Arms, which is about a five-minute walk away from Birthdays. So if I can't get into the first show... I'll go to the second. I should be seeing Yara at Fur if I do get into that, so it'll be great to see her again. I just might get her on this podcast. Who knows? But uh, I didn't... Well, I do have a little bit of an interview-type thing to put on today's episode, and it is a very brief chat with Travis Lai. Now, Travis Lai is a performer who's been on this podcast, I think, maybe twice before. He's a singer... He often sings covers to a backing track. Sometimes he collaborates with other artists on the open mics. And he's someone that I've truly seen improve each time he's come to an open mic. And that has been somewhat heartening. It's a bit of a reminder that whatever it is you want to pursue, it takes time. And everyone moves at different speeds. So focus on running your own race. I'm delving into cliches here. Anyway, this piece of audio I'm about to add to this episode was recorded a week ago, Monday the... on that Monday actually, my first open mic back. So this is Travis sharing some very good news he discovered recently about his music. And then I'll play some sort of music afterwards and then we'll say goodbye. So here's Travis, enjoy. So at Crescent Coffee for the last time as I'm just winding down, Travis, tell us again about the fantastic news you've recently had. Okay, so me and my friends, we produce a song. Not really producing, but like, we have a cover single on Spotify. And at first, I wasn't expecting anything. I was like, let's just, you know, upload it for fun. And last night, no, last week, I have checked, and I got 7,000 listens. I was mind-blowing. And tonight, I have checked, it's 9,869 listens. Probably, I'm going to hit 10,000 tomorrow, so... Hip hooray! <laughs> Thanks for whoever live, stre- live streaming my songs and um, thank you guys so much. So do you know we might get another song from you out there? Yes. Uh, so there's another cover sango coming out soon and I can't tell you what songs because I haven't decided in general. And <laughs> um, yeah, it will be on my Spotify. So go check on Travis Lai on Spotify, which is T-R-A-V-I-S-L-A-I and that's me. Travis like music. Congratulations, Travis. Thank you so much. Long may it continue. Thank you, thank you. So thank you to Travis for sharing that with us. Congratulations, and I imagine by now that number must have only climbed higher and higher. So more power to you, buddy. Also, thank you again to Emily and CJ Boucher. I will put links to where you can find all of the above people on the blurb for this episode. I am not quite running late, so that's some progress. I'll take that. I'm also currently rereading Please Kill Me, the book that chronicles the punk movement era, whatever you want to call it, from like 1965 all the way up to, I think, Nirvana, the early 90s. And that is, again, helping me to realign and refocus on what it is I want to do. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, original music. I'm going to press pause. When I unpause, I'll have a guitar in my hand and I'll play something. One second. I'm back. We have guitar, 
And this is the most recent thing I've come up with that's still lyricless, but it goes like this. Thank you for listening. Maybe tomorrow's episode will be slightly more coherent. I'm making no promises. You can find me online just by searching Saddest Night Out, all one word. Take care.